What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudin, and I'm joined this morning by the great Zach Sneath. Zach, how are you, sir? Man, I'm doing great. I've watched God knows how many Oscar movies by now, but I'm doing great. I made it through. Then get to watch all of them. There's a lot more than you think there is when you uh, <laughs> a list. Right. So, watch watch a lot of them. Had a good time. Some did not have a great time in. So if we're going to talk about it, I'm excited to talk about it. And yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So uh, we are, uh, what is it now? I want to say seven, eight days uh, when we're recording. Eight days away from the Oscars. And uh, we have our, we, we, we decided to get together and give our final predictions for what we think will win Oscars. Um, I am going to uh, start off by saying, uh, just getting this out of the way, because it's going to come up later. Uh, I do not like this year's lineup of films. <laughs> like, over, <laughs> overall, I am very unimpressed with what the Academy has done this year. Uh, so I just want to put that out there. But uh, we'll get into it as we get through each category. So we're not going to waste much time here. Why don't we kick off with our first category for best costume design so your nominees for best costume design are uh louise sequera for nightmare alley jacqueline west and bob morgan for dune jenny beaven for cruella jacqueline duran and massimo cantini perini for cyrano and paul Tazewell for west side story so uh I forgot your name that quickly. Zach. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Zach, I know you got a favorite in here, uh, but who do you think will, will walk away with the Oscar? Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, obviously, my favorite person is West Side Story. Um, I loved it. Um, even over Dune to be, well, you know, it's kind of possible. It's not going to lie. But um, as far as Oscar nomination goes, who I think is going to get it, I think that Cruella is going to get it. Um, I don't see how you can walk away from seeing Cruella. It even wasn't my favorite movie um, necessarily, but as far as costume design goes, they put a lot of effort into it, and I could definitely see it walking away with this Oscar. I think Cruella could definitely take the cake on this as far as costume design is concerned. Uh, I, like you, am so incredibly happy to see Paul Tazewell's name here for West Side Story. Uh, I, like, of all of the designers, like, I rarely follow a designer. I've been following Paul Tazewell since, like, he came on the scene. So I'm, like, really happy to see that he got a nomination. Uh, West Side Story's costume is incredible. I'm, like, there's no denying that. Um, also a big fan of Jacqueline West, uh, who did Dune, um, and Jacqueline Duran, who won a few years ago for Little Women, uh, also a great designer, but yeah, I'm with you 100%. This is, this is Jenny Bevan's Cruella is fantastic. It's costume design is literally like a hundred percent of the movie. Uh, it's, it's incredible. And she does some amazing things, uh, in it. So I think it's undeniable that it's hung on this long so it, it and i and it's won pretty much every award that i've seen so i i think it's taking it as well so we're going both going with cruella in costume design all right so 
we're going to jump into one of my favorite categories, best cinematography. Uh, your nominees are Dan Loutson for Nightmare Alley, Greg Frazier for Dune, Ari Wegner for The Power of the Dog, Bruno Del Bonnell for The Tragedy of Macbeth, and Janice Kaminsky for West Side Story. All right. Man, this one's a little bit tough. Uh, <laughs> Zach, yeah. who, who you got in this one? You know, it's really hard. Um, I I did not. So, <laughs> obviously, I am so biased with West Side Story. Um, that movie itself really speaks to me. However, um, cinematography, out of all of these, I'm going to have to go with Dune. Dan is, as far as uh, cinematography goes, that is probably the best as it goes for cinematography. Um, Nightmare Alley is actually pretty, it's it's pretty decent. I don't understand why it's here necessarily. <laughs> um, Power of the Dog, yes, there's a lot of, technicalities but i i really hated season win <laughs> cinematography and then also same with tragedy of Macbeth, like the same same kind of thing um i really hope that they go with dune um there's a lot of effort that went into that and i really feel like personally that one should get it um if Dune doesn't get it, I would probably say that they're going to give this either to, well, I mean, there's so many ways this can go. I don't know where their head's at because honestly, some of these don't, I don't, in my opinion, should not be here. Nightmare <laughs> Alley has no business being here, but it is. Um, so, you know, I think it can go anyways, but I'm really thinking hopefully Dune will get this one. There, there's a lot of very uh cinematic moments in that movie as far as like the score everything they do with it the the vfx the um uh production it like there's a lot of things they do in that movie to make it what it is so i really hope dune would get this you know i was i was uh i don't know why i've been sort of on the outs with Dune in this category, I, I feel like, really? yeah, I feel like Dune is great, but like in terms of like cinematography, I don't, there are moments in, in Dune where I'm like, okay, yeah, the cinematography is working, but I feel like it's overshadowed by so many other, the, the technical aspects that it, that it has going for, it. you know, visual effects and, and sound design and stuff like that. So I'm like, right. I, I've always been sort of on the outs uh, on, on, doing in this category uh my personal pick would be the tragedy of Macbeth. actually i think it does i think bruno del bonnell does some am amazing things with lighting and shadows that works tremendously well in that movie yeah. yeah so like to me that was always when i saw the trailer for tragedy Macbeth, the cinematography stood out among everything else so i was like that was always the one that i leaned towards I'm leaning closer towards Dune again, um, only because it's it's also winning a lot of awards. And like, I feel like the technical categories pretty much scream Dune. Like, 
but I feel like this is one where I was like, I would, I would probably go with Tragedy Macbeth here, but I think Dune will probably take it because I see Dune taking a lot of the, the technical categories. As far as a film that, that should be here, definitely over Nightmare Alley. Uh, and I'm not even a big fan of this movie, but the cinematography was excellent. And that's Spencer. I thought uh oh, yeah. I yeah. thought I thought the cinematography in Spencer was incredible. Like really, 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 really good. So shout it out was, to yeah. yeah, so shout out to Claire Mathon. Uh sorry uh that you did not get nominated again this year, <laughs> despite you delivering some of the best work. Like Claire Mathon is a beast. Uh she did the cinematography for Portrait of a Lady on Fire, also Atlantics, now now Spencer. The woman is incredible. Right. It's a shame she keeps getting passed up. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, for right now, I think we're both going to settle on Dune for cinematography. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to best original score. Now, this lineup is nice. Uh, we have Jermaine Franco for Encanto, Nicholas Bertel for Don't Look Up, Hans Zimmer for Dune, Johnny Greenwood for The Power of the Dog and possibly my favorite nomination of all, Alberto Iglesias for Parallel Mothers. Uh, so Zach, who you got in this category? You know, I, I'm gonna agree with you on my favorite. <laughs> I think Parallel Mothers score was fantastic. It was so good. <laughs> like, like, I, like, cause I literally saw this movie um, last night. I, I went to bed at like three to watch. And, you know, sometimes, you know, cause I was really making a push to watch as many as I could before this morning. And, you know, sometimes like you, you have this idea of I'm going to start this movie. It's super late. I know it's late. <laughs> I really hope I stay awake. But you know what? There wasn't a moment in that movie where it, I didn't lose interest in it. So, yeah, but that score, phenomenal. <laughs> now, let me say this. I love that score. That's my personal favorite as well out of these. However, I have a feeling, again, that Dune is going to take this. <laughs> like, it, it sucks because I don't feel like it should. Mm. Like, it, 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 it's definitely deserving of it, but Parallel Mothers to me, what like the that score was fantastic. It I, I I mean it definitely deserves to be up here. I'll I'll say that as far as score goes, yeah. And you know, even Power of the Dog wasn't my favorite movie. Their score was great too. Yeah. Um, Encanto. Encanto has a good score. <laughs> I I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't have like a good score but like i just out of all the movies this past year does it deserve to be here though i don't know that don't look don't look up for sure i i mean look their score <laughs> was good too i i don't think that Encanto. listen this is me personally and what i hear i wasn't a huge fan of Encanto's score I was not a huge fan of Don't Look Up score. Um, the other three are fine. I think they <laughs> are good, but my personal opinion, yeah. Um, anyways, Parallel Mothers, my personal favorite. Dune is what I think is going to take it. Uh, 
you know, like between Dune, Power the Dog, and Parallel Mothers, I think those are quite possibly the three best scores of yeah. of the year. Oh, like, like quite possibly. Yeah, um, that's yeah, absolutely. Hands yeah. down. Um, like I one thing, like I <laughs> hate to bring this back up, but like I know I just praised Spencer, <laughs> but uh the aspect of Spencer that I hated the most was that score. And it was done by Johnny Greenwood. So same same person who did Power of the Dog score did Spencer score. And for the longest time, it was getting double nominated, like at every critics association. Really? Every, you didn't yeah. like the score in Spencer? I hated the score in Spencer. Really? It, was, it, it really did not match. It was like, it was so weird. It was like a score that he had did for another movie that didn't go through. So he just gave it to this one like like that's what it felt like because it was like giving like high jazzy tones at like suspenseful moments or it was like giving like weird like light strings during like like calm time it was just weird like the school was not matching so like i remember remember like although she's acting one way her mind is something else which I, I I, yeah i get that what he was going for when uh, he perhaps was but i think yeah. his power of the dog score is superior oh. <laughs> like like beyond better than than that than the spencer score right. um so but parallel mothers man i freaking love that score like i fell in love with that score 10 minutes in i was like this is excellent yeah, um, yeah so I, I i'm a little upset i mean i think it should win I really do. And I think it could sneak in there and take one. I hope it does. But I'm with you. I think I think Dune is taking taking all of these, uh, all the technical. So uh, again, I think we're going with Dune here for score as uh, like, and I'm happy to see Hans Zimmer get another one. But uh, it pains me not to give this to Alberto Iglesias. All right. So we're going to move on to best visual effects. I love this lineup. We have once again, Dune. We now have Spider-Man No Way Home's only nomination. Uh, we have one of my favorite movies of the year in Free Guy, one of my other favorite movies of the year in No Time to Die, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. All right. So with your uh, unreasonable, illogical hatred of Free Guy aside, <laughs> what are you picking for visual effects? Man, you know... Of course, I would love to see Spider-Man No Way Home get this. Is it going to? Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what? There could be a slight chance. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, what I see happening here is Dune once again. <laughs> and that really hurts. Um, I'd be happy with No Time to Die. Yeah, Free Guy did have some good effects. <laughs> um, I understand because the whole thing's like a video game. I mean, how can you right. not, you know? Um, Shang-Chi and Legend of Ten Rings, you know, could take it. But, I th- yeah, I do think that Dune is going to take it um, for sure. Yeah, I think this one's a no-brainer. Um, yeah. Like, while I'm happy to see Spider-Man No Way Home here, No Time to Die especially, uh, like, 
the one thing that like I was in awe of the entire time watching Dune was the visual effects. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like there, there's no, there's no getting around it. Um, right. Yeah. So this is this is one where I'm like, I'm not upset that Dune is winning over like the other nominees. Like, but at this point, I don't think we've chosen any other movie <laughs> to win anything. So like. Once again, I think that's three for three or four for four at this point. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, we got Doom taking, yeah, three for three. The only thing it hasn't taken was costume design. All right. So we're going to move on to makeup and hairstyling. Uh, your nominees are The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Dune, House of Gucci, Cruella, and Coming to America. Now, this, is, this should be interesting. All right. Uh, who do you have taking makeup and hairstyling? One so, of the okay. eight categories that will be edited into the broadcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you know, I feel bad because honestly, I did not see the eyes of Tammy Faye and I did not see coming to America. I didn't have time to watch those. Um, I watched a lot. I did not get a chance to watch those. Although I'm going to say this out of all of these, it would be very hard to make a case against Cruella as far as makeup and hairstyling. Once again, like this is a movie about fashion. Mm -hmm. It's very, very difficult for me to say even House of Gucci. Gucci, yeah, House of Gucci, of course, is also about fashion. But Cruella is meant to be um, very... Um, eccentric and very you know out there and you know i i don't see how you could watch that movie and look at other movies and see the efforts that go into making those different styles not only in just uh the the, the costume design but also the hair and makeup I, I don't understand how you could look at that and not give it to cruella out of anything you know for the longest time i was i was thinking that Cruella would sweep both uh, costume design and hair and makeup. Um, I wish I could say I still think that. I feel like it should, but um, I think in hair and makeup, I'm actually gonna go with coming to America. I think because okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, there was a there's a makeup uh, guild that they they give out their awards and. Um, that was how it went. It costumes went to Cruella and makeup and hairstyling went to uh coming to America. And they're usually pretty spot on. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that, that that Cruella gets the uh, gets the costumes and coming to America gets the makeup and hairstyling. I would love it if Cruella sweat, but I think that's that's the way it's gonna go. Right. So, I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen Coming to America, so it's very it's hard for me to say. Yeah, I do think the Mega Man hairstyling in Coming to America is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, like it's probably the only aspect of that movie that I think is really good. Um, but uh, yeah, Eyes of Tammy Faye, I feel like they they overdid it with the makeup in that movie and then underdid it in other places. So I feel like that one's definitely not going to see it. Uh, House of Gucci, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> 
Oh man, they uh, they do have great. I I did love their makeup and hairstyling personally. Uh, I I think it is. I think it does deserve the nod simply just for what they did with Jared Leto. But uh, but no, no, it's not his thing. <laughs> All right, so let's get into one of the top eight categories. Uh, starting with best adapted screenplay. Your nominees are Maggie Gyllenhaal for The Lost Daughter, uh, Denis Villeneuve, Eric Roth, and John Spates for Dune, Ryusuke Hamaguchi and Takamasi Ui for Drive My Car, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, and Sean Heder for Coda. All right, I know you have a favorite here. <laughs> so what, what do you got taking adapted screenplay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so here's what I would like it to be. Because I I I think I I would love for it to be Coda personally. Um however I don't think it's gonna get it. What I think is gonna get it is there's gonna be two options here. Honestly, it could go either way, I feel like. I honestly think Dune or Power of the Dog is going to get this. <sighs> Power of the Dog shouldn't. <laughs> it just shouldn't be here, man. That movie pissed me off. I'm sorry. I adapted screenplay the story. I mean, I just well, no. I, I I you know I don't know to be fair I Dune definitely deserves it right I mean it could go either way I think it's Dune or Power of the Dog um but looking at adapted screenplay I honestly hope that they would give this to Dune for the amount of stuff Dune has gone through yeah. in order to even <laughs> be here so right. I'm hoping they give this to the. I'm going to say Dune, final prediction, considering everything it had to go through to be here. This one is actually a pretty loaded category. And it's interesting because I think of all four of the, like, all four, I'm sorry, I say all four. There's five nominees. But four of the five nominees, I feel like, have a realistic chance at winning Best Picture. So I'm if like, lost daughter gets it, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, so like, I feel like it all depends on which narrative they're going for, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, if Dune, if Dune is is taking the whole cake, then it takes this. If they're going for the international win, which I kind of hope they are, then driving my car is taking this. If I they, love driving my car. Yeah. If they're yeah. If they're sticking with the narrative that it has been around all season, which is that Power of the Dog is somehow the best movie ever, because I guess it is, which I don't get, but it's it swept every award show that I've seen, critics group, and and all of that. So there there's a good chance that that that's what'll happen. I really hope not, but yeah. And then there's the the other narrative if they're going for Coda, which I would freaking love. God, I hope they do that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Then I would, I would pick Coda here. So, like, it really all depends on which narrative they're they're aiming for, and 
I don't know which one they're aiming for, but I am going to take a long shot, a really, really big long shot. And I am going to predict Coda. I really hope they go with Coda. I do. I, I hope they go with Coda. Coda only has three nominations. And I kind of hope it sweeps all of them. <laughs> so that's that's my prediction. It, it, it's a definite long shot. I admit that it is a long shot, but that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Coda. You know, out of these, I'm just ranking them really quick. I would say Coda drive my personal Coda mm -hmm. drive my car, Dune. I hate Lost Star and Power of the Dog. <laughs> I can go grab what which one is after that. Um, yeah, as far as as adapted screenplay goes, yeah. I'm uh, also want to put out here that I think it's BS that Tick Tick Boom is not here. Um, oh, and an adapted screenplay. Uh, you could have you could have taken out Lost Daughter for Tick Tick Boom easily. Yeah, easily. you really could. Really, really should have actually. Um, all right, but we're gonna move on to original screenplay, which is even worse. I don't know how they did this. All right, so original screenplay. You have Don't Look Up. Belfast, licorice pizza, just like what the fuck? Uh, worst person in the world. There we go. And King Richard. All right. So in that incredibly terrible lineup <laughs> of nominees, Zach, what do you have winning? I think it's interesting that King. Like I love King Richard. Don't get me wrong. I love King Richard. It's interesting. It's <laughs> like right here um like i i love the movie don't get me wrong original screenplay though and it's okay uh, <laughs> yeah like it's it's, it's interesting because it's it's like a biography so like in a way like, yes, i know it's not fully a biography but it's about their dad so like original screenplay i'm kind of like is it <laughs> like okay anyways that's just a weird i don't know why they put that here um yeah okay let's let's get into this so <laughs> original screenplay um i really did love belfast personally um i don't think that it's my favorite here um i'm just gonna go through don't look up I actually really love Don't Look Up as well. Um, Licorice Pizza, I'm not a huge fan of. King Richard, I love. Once again, we, we went through why it's just weird to be right here. Um, worst Person in the World is 100% my favorite. I would love to see them take this. That movie connects, at least for me, and I feel like with a lot of people on so many levels, you know, um, I would love to see Worst Person in the World take this. Um, who do I, you know, it's hard. The, some of the, the nominations here on who I think would take this is really hard because <laughs> I'm looking at these nominations and I'm like, if worst person in the world doesn't get this, I would be shocked. Um, <laughs> like King Richard might get it be, uh, simply because it's here. It shouldn't really be here. <laughs> Like, 
and out of all of these, like, yeah, King Richard is great. But if we're basing it on original screenplay, that's a hard, that's very hard to like look at these in the original storytelling they have and then be like, yeah, King Richard. <laughs> all of these is the best for original storytelling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> um, worst person in the world, I hope, is what takes this. Honestly, I'm going to predict that too. If you really think about this category, that's the only one here that is deserving of that and really makes sense. Don't yes. Look Up is, once again, I personally think it's great. I don't know if it really deserves to be nominated. Um, I don't feel like it does. Belfast, I really love too. Um, <laughs> once again, should it be nominated? No, I don't. I don't feel like it should for this. King Richard, I, I already told you how I feel about that. Licorice Pizza, don't get me started on. Um, that's a weird movie. I there's a lot of things in there I don't agree with. I'm not going to say too much because I know other people disagree with that. But I, I personally would really be upset if they gave this to Licorice Pizza. So. I like this lineup is. I mean, it is beyond. Like, okay, I'll put it to you like this. If you saw as many movies that I saw this year, this lineup is utterly disgraceful. <laughs> like, utterly disgraceful. The only thing in here worth being nominated is the worst person in the world. It is the only film in here that deserves to be nominated for best original screenplay. 100%. And sadly, it will not win. Like, <laughs> It, it won't win. For whatever reason, Belfast is here. Belfast is the only movie I've known in, since I've been following the Oscars that had a lot of buzz coming out of its festival run, which I don't get why, but whatever. And then hit theaters and people were like, were pretty much like me. Like, why does this, why is this a front runner? I don't get it. And yet it still didn't fall out of favor. Like it still kept racking up nominations. It still kept racking up wins, despite the fact that everybody who saw it is like, really? Like there are the rare exceptions like Zach who really liked it. Uh, but like for the most part, like screenplay, like really? Like I'm not sure how that happened. Um, don't look up as terrible. I'm sorry. Like as a oh. screenplay, as a screenplay, that screenplay is awful. It is God awful. Like, it is so unbelievably bad. Uh, I don't, even still, original screenplay is kind of a weird, it, it's weird because Don't Look Up is obviously targeted at a very specific. Same, same, yeah, you could say. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, could, you could say the same for all three of these movies. For for Don't Look Up, for Belfast, and Licorice Pizza. Oh, well, yeah, even, all, even Belfast, right? Like, yeah, that, they're, they're all targeted towards a specific yeah. audience. And like. I'm I like honestly, and I'm mad because I do believe one of those three will win. They'll win it. The only reason, like, I wish, I wish worst person in the world would win this, but because it didn't get a best picture nod, which it also should have gotten. Um oh, yeah. Yeah, it it's it it I think it's out of the running, despite the fact that it's the only film here that deserves to win best original screenplay. So maybe they'll pull a swerve and just say, hey, why don't we actually give it to the best original screenplay? 
Maybe, but my the likelihood is that this will go to one of the three. Sh I'm gonna say it, shittiest movies of, of the year. In in Don't Look Up, Belfast, or Licorice Pizza, and in that case, I am picking Belfast to win. Not because I want to, but because out of out of this this lineup, this is this is the crappiest lineup I've ever seen for original screenplay. Like truly, truly disappointing. All right, so yeah. we're going to move on to best documentary. You have Ascension, Riding with Fire, Flea, Attica, and Summer of Soul. This should be very interesting. Uh, Zach, who do you have here? I've watched, okay, I've watched like two and a half of these. Um, <laughs> I, I was, as I told you, Phoenix, I started Summer of Soul. I did not finish it. Um. Out of all of the documentaries, so, and I've seen Attica and I've also seen Flea, as far as documentaries go, um, this I didn't see Ascension. You kind of told me what it was about, though. Um, so I feel like I have enough information on that to really make a decision of these. Riding with Fire, did you see that? I never even heard of that until we got a nomination. So, no, I've not seen it. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I can't judge that fairly with that in mind. So Riding the Fire could take this. I have no idea. However, out of all of these, um, Attica was really good. Flea, I think, is going to win this and should win this because of the way they put, like, the, the way the movie is done. It's not your typical documentary. There's storytelling and uh, stuff like that. So I really feel like Flea would, should be the one and is going to be the one to take this. Although Attica, I think, makes a very good case of taking it. Um, so I would, be, I would be fine if they got it too. Um, but I feel like Flea out of all of these, as far as the way they tell the documentary, Flea should take this. Um, Summer of Soul, I didn't watch all of it. I don't need to watch all of it to tell you that it was, it was a really great documentary on what they were talking about, but the way they delivered it was, in my personal opinion, not that great. It could have been a lot more um, engaging. Yeah, engaging, fun. Uh, like it just was very, like, and I know it's a documentary. I know it's a documentary. They don't have to do that. Flea was entertaining, and that's a documentary. So I don't, you know, I don't like this argument. Well, it's a documentary. It's just informational. It's like, yeah, it can be informational, but they can also move you in certain ways. Attica was very moving. Um, Summer Soul just did not do it for me. Like, it just didn't. I I felt like they could have done better with it. And I, so, yeah. I'm in, inclined to agree entirely. Um, yeah. I liked Summer of Soul, but like in terms of its presentation, it really, it, it was, it was like weirdly edited. Like they just put things in a weird place. And then the way they delivered it, it was like, it was like, it felt like I was watching a concert. Like it felt like I was watching a DVD of the concert instead of a documentary. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it was yeah. showing it was showing me more of the concert, which was great, 
but like it's a documentary so I really wanted more of the stories and all of that stuff behind it and you know like it just it lacked a lot of intrigue for me beyond like this the scope of this this uh this performance um it was great to know like it's definitely great to know and I'm glad it's here but I I, I would not I don't think they should take it um Flea was amazing Flea was absolutely amazing. A hundred percent. Yeah, just the, the style and delivery of it. I thought it was incredible. Just really well done. Um, my only gripe with Flea is that it feels incredibly personal and it doesn't have as much of a universal significance. Um, so that's that's my only gripe with it. But uh, as far as like technical aspects, I thought it, Flea was just really great. Me so personally... My- no, go ahead. So I was going to say, for me, Flea, uh, like, once again, I feel like we're going back to the conversation we had about Talking Red, right? Like, about being relatable and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, Flea is very specific. I personally, for me, felt like I was stepping in the shoes of someone who's gone through this, so, mm. and it, it was very moving. So, although, like, yeah, I can't relate to any of that at all. Mm-hmm. technically the way they tell it makes you empathetic to the fact of what this man went through so absolutely you know what i mean yeah I, and i agree and um and and i would not be upset if flea won just off of that alone but my sure. personal choice would be attica i think attica's incredibly incredibly moving um just i think of all of the styles of directing a documentary just of how they set up the story they set up the premise they bring in the intrigue they they give you these really deep personal accountings of of what took place um from different people you get different sides of a story i think that to me attica was the most complete documentary that i saw all year so to me i feel like attica should take this and just in terms of you know, like the way I felt during that movie was like hopeful and then like interested, especially for someone who doesn't know the story around what the Attica prison riot was. Like, and then right. you get get to that ending. It like it was the biggest like emotional journey that I went on for a documentary this year. So for right. me, I would go with Attica, but I think Flea is taking this. Uh, the one snub I will say that's not here is uh, The Rescue, which I thought was a fantastic documentary. Uh, just really well done about, about the, uh, the cave divers who saved uh, the Thailand soccer team, youth soccer team, who had been trapped in a, in a cave during a monsoon for like 13 days. So it was a really great, really great documentary on Disney Plus. If you have it, check it out. Um, but yeah, I think Flea's taking this again. I would personally pick Attica, but that's right. Me. All right, so we're headed towards the big one best director. You have Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Steven Spielberg for West Side Story, and Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Uh, all right, Zach. Who's taking best director? Oh, geez. Okay. So 
here's what I would like. Once again, here's what I would like. Um, I think West Side Story, the way that the, the movie flows, everything like that, the way the story's being told, the way that it, it that they that Steven Spielberg wanted to portray it was amazing, fantastic. I would love to see him get the Oscar for that. Um, do I think he's going to? Probably not. Um, unfortunately, which is a little upsetting to me. Um, a lot upsetting to me, actually. Um, what I think here is going to take it is Power of the Dog. Um, that's my prediction. I, I don't know. I don't understand the obsession with this movie. I really don't, but I have a feeling it's who's going to take it. Now, my personal order of who I think it should be in this would be West Side Story, um, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, then Power of the Dog. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I love West Side Story. It's the way that, that it's being told. Drive My Car, once again, fantastic movie. My gripe with Drive My Car is... I feel like they threw an international film in some of this to make it appeal you know abroad. I mean? Yeah. But I, if we're really looking at international film, don't get me wrong. Drive my car is fantastic. I loved it, but let's be real. Worst person in the world. 100% <laughs> deserves to be here. Uh, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so this is interesting because I remember on Oscar nomination morning, the biggest uh, takeaway from this was that Denny Villeneuve was not here for a director for Dune, which is crazy. It's like his film is nominated for literally everything else but directing. So it's like, right. what? But this is one of the categories where I feel like you could replace just about everyone with international directors. <laughs> like, like Joachim Trier should be <laughs> here for Worst Person in the World. Julia DeCornell should be here for Titan. Uh, we already got Ryusuke Hamaguchi. That's great. Um, Paolo Sorrentini could be here for The Hand of God. Like, there are so many other directing directors I would have preferred here. Mike Mills should be here for Come On, Come On. Janitia Bravo should be here for Zola. Like, there are other, other films. Like, this lineup is terrible. Like, it is really bad. Um, but it's been Jane Campion the whole time. There's no way that this is going to change. I think she 100% walks away with this. I'm happy, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the third female director to, to win Best Director. It, it, for it to happen so quickly, especially after Chloe Zhao, that, that again is incredible. Um, yeah, again, not my favorite movie, but I do think in this lineup, she definitely excels out of all of the directors i've yet to see drive my car maybe uh once i see that i'll be like oh no <laughs> like switch that you know real skate should take it but i feel like you like if this 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 director not feels very sort of like inclusive rather than like deductive rather than like them saying oh yeah no that movie's incredible granted it did take home four awards but i feel like i mean four nominations but I feel like if you were really, really looking at international film this year, because international films 
killed domestic films this year. <laughs> like, like there were so many international films that were so much better than a lot of the. I mean, let let let's get this right through. Uh, worst person in the world, Flea, Parallel Mothers, uh, <laughs> Drive My Car. I'm not gonna lie, it's fantastic. Right. Um, we're I not really... gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about Hand of God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I like Hand of God. There's a shade in there, but it, yeah, it's not the best. I, honestly, Parallel Mothers. I mean, come on, easily easily um yeah so but yeah jane campion i think is, is is walking away with this and in this lineup i think she should uh so i'll be happy for that all right so best supporting actor we have troy kotzer for coda cody smith mcphee for the power of the dog jk simmons for being the ricardos kieran hines for belfast and jesse plemons for the power of the dog uh zach who do you have taking best supporting actor? Ooh, okay. <laughs> so I'm okay. My once again, um, my favorite out of these would be um, Troy Kotzer. I think that he deserves it. So I think that. He should get it, but it, this just pains me. Like, <laughs> I, because I know where this is going. I mean, Power of the Dog has two nominations in here. Mm -hmm. You know, I, like, I'm going to guess between the two, it'll probably go to Jesse Plemons. I would say, I personally think. I would, I would be devastated. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely devastated. I mean, there's clearly a favorite here. Like, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, like I feel like they're going to go with either Power of the Dog nomination. They're, they're going to go with Cody Smith McPhee or Jesse Plemons. I don't think it matters as long as Power <laughs> of the Dog is the one who gets it. I vehemently disagree. I think I think Troy Kotzer has this. There is there is still a chance that that Cody Smith McPhee could sneak in and take it, especially if they're going with the power of the dog narrative, which I pray they are not. Um, but Troy Kotzer has won every award up to this point. He won he won the SAG. He won I think he won Critics Choice. Uh, I don't know if he was nominated for Baptist. No, I think he was. So he took all of like the televised awards. So I think that puts Troy Kotzer in a safe place. I'm I'm praying he takes this as well. Like it would be incredible, obviously. Like I think only the second deaf actor to win an Oscar. It would be tremendous. So my my heart and soul is with Troy Kotzer taking best supporting actor. Uh and again, like I said, I want the coda narrative. So if it takes adaptive screenplay and supporting actor, we're two for two. So I'm hoping that it, it, it wins it all. All right, so best supporting actress, you have Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Anjanou Ellis for King Richard, and Judy Dench for Belfast. Any chance of an upset here, Zach? Ooh. 
Yikes. Uh, first of all, let me just say, I, okay, this is nothing against Kirsten Dunst. I love Kirsten Dunst. If we're being real mm-hmm. about supporting actresses <laughs> in a movie, she does not, in my opinion, from that movie, deserve to be here. She does not, in my opinion as well. I, I don't get I don't get it at all. Um, like nothing she did was so incredibly like, you know what I'm saying, just fascinating that you know what I'm saying, that it that it I, I don't get that one, especially when you had Ruth Negga in passing, who was tremendous, like literally tremendous. Like when I said I tweeted. 30 minutes into that movie, like, I was like, how have we not been talking about Ruth Negga as a Best Supporting Actress frontrunner? Like, 30 minutes in, and she killed the rest of the movie. Ruth Negga should be here. Someone else who should be here is Ann Dowd for Mass. Like, it makes absolutely no sense that Mass was shut out entirely. Like, it, it's, it pains my soul. And, and no, I, you cannot tell me that Kirsten Dunst does anything so incredible that she outshines Ruth Negga or Ann Dow, and she should get this spot. I, I think that's ridiculous. And I, and I say that as a fan of Kirsten Dunst, who I really like and really enjoy in other performances, but this one, I think this was a ridiculous push for her to get in Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Um, even, you know, who else I wouldn't even mind seeing here is, um, I can't think. Of, I just had it. Mm-hmm. The girl from Parallel Mothers. She's alongside mm-hmm. Penelope Cruz. What's Melina Smith? Yes, yes, Melina Smith. So I don't even mind seeing her here over Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, like she. I thought she did a, a, a great job. In that she was movie. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So, um, now, um, I'm just thinking here. So. Out of all of these, um, like, I don't like, I mean, that Judy Dench is here. Not at all. <laughs> I don't like that she's here. Jesse Buckley, not really. <laughs> like, um, if it doesn't go to Ariana DeBose or Anjanu Ellis, I'll be highly, highly upset at this category. Um, I would love to see Ariana DeBose win. Um, I think that, and I hope, and I wouldn't be upset with this, the route they go is going to be Anjanu Ellis. If they have any bias with Power of the Dog here towards Kirsten Dunst, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Ariana DeBose is safe in this category. Well, I would have said safe. She has won all of the televised awards, but I could see them going with Anjanu Ellis here. Like, like, just because, like, you don't have Ruth Negga here, you don't have Ann Dowd here, I don't believe that Judi Dench or Kirsten Dunst or even Jesse Buckley have a chance at like stunning or you know upsetting or anything so i really think like it's closer than than people think between ariana debose and Anjanu ellis 
and I think she did take, I think, Critics' Choice. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that has nothing. Maybe that will have no bearing. Ariana DeBose will, will probably sweep. But I kind of would love it if Anjanou Ellis kind of snuck in and stole this one. So, I mean, you know, and Ariana DeBose, she can fall back. You know, she's won the Golden Globe. She won the, the, the bat, uh, not the Baptist, but she won like three other televised awards. So it's like, you're in good shape. But I kind of hope Anjanou Ellis takes this. So that's, that's me. All right. So let's go to best international feature film. Where you have Flea, Drive My Car, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, The Hand of God, and The Worst Person in the World. Um, this one's interesting because Flea has three nominations, animation, documentary, and this. Drive My Car has four nominations, uh, you know, and it's up for best picture. Worst person in the world has this and original screenplay. Um, yet I am personally picking worst person in the world to take this. If it takes this and original screenplay, I have no complaints. <laughs> like, I truly have no complaints. Like, but I feel like in order for it to take original screenplay, it has to win here. And I see that happening only if that happens. Like there, there's no way it wins one and not the other. So I personally would want worst person in the world to win here and take original screenplay, get that sweep, because that would be the best, best thing for it. But I think the likely winner is drive my car. Yeah, let's be real here. They <laughs> put drive my car in freaking best picture. Yeah, it's only one of these in best picture. So if they're really going to give it, if, the, if it's in international film, we know where this is probably going, mm -hmm. um, which is upsetting. <laughs> I'm not gonna, like worst person in the world deserves so much more credit than it's given. And it has definitely been snubbed for even more awards it should have gotten. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not upset with these um, overall. Um, I it, it is I missing really, to Tom though. I so I haven't seen that, so I can't speak on that just mm -hmm. yet. Um, so, but out of these, like I really loved all of them. Even Lunana, I thought was really great. Um, although I was kind of interested, like. Um, so, like, I think I looked up the year of release, and it was not a 2021 film. Mm. I don't believe. So that was interesting to me. Um, Hand of God has absolutely no reason to be here. <laughs> it has zero reason to be here. Parallel Mothers yeah. should be here over Hand of God. Yeah. That, that pissed me off. Um, even... A yak in the classroom, I, Lunana, like, yeah, Parallel Mother should have been here. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I love to see worst person in the world take it. I think it's going to be Drive My Car. Yeah. All right. So let's go to best original song. You have No Time to Die by Billy Ellis and Phineas, Dos Oreguitas by Lin Manuel Miranda, Somehow You Do by Diane Warren. Be Alive uh, 
by Beyonce and Down to Joy by Van Morrison. This is actually the one category out of everything here where I say all five nominees are 100% deserving of their nomination. I literally can't think of a, a, a song I would take out and replace with. Like th this whole lineup is fantastic. That, that's where I'm at with this. Where, where, where are you at? Yeah, I mean, I, I really like this lineup. Um, you wouldn't even, you like Down the Joy too? I really did. Like, okay. and, I, and I didn't like, like Belfast much at all, but like that song is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So um, somehow you do, I've never heard before. Um, although for me, out of these, I would really love to see No Time to Die Get It, to be honest. I would love to see No Time to Die Get It. I mean, that's just where I'm at. I don't, I don't think there's any discussion needed to be had over these. Mm -hmm. As far as that goes, I love that song. So I'm going to say No Time to Die. This is one of those times where I really, really hope an underdog sneaks in and takes it. And I really want somehow you do to win this. Like, like I do. Diane Warren has won, uh, sorry, been nominated 13 times in this category. Uh, like, I think this is her sixth nomination in a row uh, for this category. And this is the first time where I'm like, I really love this song and I really hope it's the one that does it for her because it's like, it's a fantastic song. It is uh, a part of the, the movie Four Good Days with uh, Glenn Close and Mila Kunis. Uh, right. So like, and it's a great song and it's sung by Reba McIntyre. I really love it. Like, it's such a great song. Like really one of, one of my favorites of the year. Um, I too believe that Billie Eilish and Phineas will take this though for No Time to Die, which is a great song. Like no, no doubt about it. It is a great song. Um, however, I would love also to see Lin-Manuel Miranda win this for Dos Oreguitas. Um, of course he should have, uh, they should have submitted We Don't Talk About Bruno instead of, uh, you know what I'm saying, for, for Encanto. But uh, but I, I love Dos Orgitas. I do think it's a fantastic song. So if not, Diane Warren, my pick is for Lin-Manuel Miranda. But I think it's going to Billy Eilish and Phineas for, for No Time to Die. All right. So next up, we have Best Animated Feature. This should be interesting. Your nominees are Encanto, Luca, Flea, Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, Zach, where are you going? Okay, so let's talk about this. So I, yeah, I I did end up actually watching all of these. I'm happy I did. Um, so let's, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. Um, out of all of these, as far as the animated goes, um, I would really love to see Flea take it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, Encanto was good. Luca was good. They weren't my favorite. Um, they were good, like they were really good. Even Raya, like, was really good. 
Although out of all of these, if it wasn't Flea, um, I don't think you agree. You would agree with me on this at all. I would go with Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yeah, I know. I know. I love that movie. Um, <sighs> I don't know. Encanto was, I don't know. It was It was good. Luke is good. These are not movies I would rewatch. I actually really loved Raya. I know we talked about that too. You guys don't, I don't think you guys agree with me that Raya was better out of the other two. So I, yeah. I like, I mean, my, my opinion is definitely unpopular, but that's just where I'm at. I really love Raya. I really did. I thought Raya was fantastic in, in terms of just animation. I thought Raya was spectacular. Um, I thought the story was great. I thought the action was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really loved Raya. I'm really happy that it's here and that it got the nomination. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I, but in my opinion, Encanto is far and away the better, best animated movie of the year. Easily, easily the best animated movie of the year, uh, especially out of these five. Um, I think what Encanto does and says and and just how it moves as a movie is beyond any anything that we've seen this year. Um, the music is incredible. The, the, the story is really unique. It's one of the most unique stories that I think Disney has ever undertaken. The animation is beautiful. Like it's ridiculously good. Um, yeah, to me, this this is a no-brainer. And Kanto should should 100% take this um, easily. So, uh, yeah, to me, I know a lot of people are really high on Mitchells versus the Machines. I thought it was a rather average film, like incredibly average. Um, yeah, like I, I would put Flea, Encanto, and Raya and the Last Dragon way above Mitchell's versus the machines. I just don't think it was that good. Um, it had its moments. I definitely loved the character of Abby Jacobson. Uh, of uh, uh, what's her name? The 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 girl in in Katie Mitchell. I love I love Katie Mitchell. Um, but other than that, outside of that, I don't think it, I don't think it's uh, a terribly great animated film. And for me, I think Encanto one hundred percent blows it out of the water. So like. I, I I really hope Encanto takes this. And with a, with two other nominations, I think it will because it's in score and it's an original song. So I think Encanto has the best chance of walking away with uh, with animated feature. All right. And we move on to one of our big ones. Oh, oh sorry. Wait, sorry, wait, wait. Sorry, I only said my favorites. Oh, sorry. Which one did you pick? It's in Kanto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah. That's what's up. All right. <laughs> well, we move on to Best Actress. We have Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I totally forgot she was here. Uh, Nicole Kidman for uh, Being the Ricardos, and Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. All right. I know we, we kind of... In sync here, who do you have for best actress? If it doesn't go to Penelope Cruz, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> but like, there is no way it should be anyone else but her in this category. Like, there, 
There is no other reason it should be anyone else except her in this category. I 100% agree. <laughs> like, like, I mean, listen, I think everyone did a pretty good job here, uh, but I would replace literally all of them except for Penelope Cruz. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would. I think Jody Comer was better than everyone else listed. I think Tessa Thompson was better than everyone else listed. I think, um, uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, obviously, Agat Roussel for Tatan, better than everyone listed. Renata Runcee for worst person in the world, better than everyone listed. Uh, even Toko Miura from Drive My Car, better than everyone listed. Like, uh, so I'm really disappointed in this lineup, but given this lineup, Penelope Cruz, 100% is above and beyond who should take this. Now, who I think will take it, however, <laughs> varies. And I think I'm going to have to go with Jessica Chastain. Um, I think Isa Tammy Faye is, is not a great film, but everything she puts into it is genuine and sincere. And I think she really nails it. I think she really knocks the, the character out of the park. I think what she brought to that role was sensational. And she has a final scene that I'm like, should win her the Oscar alone. I would be shocked if it's not her Oscar clip. Like, so I think Jessica Chastain takes this just personally, but uh, obviously. I, I think, I, you know, I, I think, oh, this is hard. I <laughs> think that, Penelope's my favorite. I think with common sense, she's the one who deserves it. Common sense isn't always common. Um, I could see Kristen Stewart taking this from them. I think Kristen Stewart's going to take it. Being realistic as as far as, because not only was it her, just her acting, Spencer was a great movie at Phoenix, I know. You don't fully, fully agree with it, but you recognize some of the stuff that they do with it. Mm -hmm. um, I think Kristen Stewart's going to take it. Uh, she might. She very well might. I would, I would be, I wouldn't be upset with her taking it, but Penelope Cruz was so much better. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel like Penelope Cruz or Jessica Chastain probably edge her out, and especially because like no actress has really any momentum coming into the Oscars. Like it's been all over the place. Some of the people who have won this category aren't even nominated. So like, like, yeah, right. it, it's literally all over the place. So we'll see, but uh, you're going with Kristen. I'm going with Jessica, but we both in our hearts want Penelope Cruz. <laughs> so yeah. best actor, we have Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth, and Will Smith for King Richard. I'm upset because <laughs> I I know where this film is going. I, I kind of have a feeling of where it's going to. Yeah. I'm not upset uh, with where it's going, but, you know, whatever. No, I kind of am. <laughs> Andrew Garfield 100% deserves this over anyone else. Um, his portrayal was 
beautiful. Yes. Um, he deserves it. Where I th- where I, I think this is gonna go is Benedict Cumberbatch. Ugh, that was that was not where I was thinking. <laughs> uh, I think Power of the Dog. I don't know. It's just listen. I don't agree with it. I don't. I'm not saying. Listen, once again, we're not talking about who I would like to see win. Mm-hmm. There, out of all of these, I wish Will Smith would get it after Andrew Garfield, and I would be happy with that. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is who I think is getting it. I would be so upset if Benedict Cumberbatch won this. I, I, that's why I said I would be <laughs> highly upset. Uh, I, I would be so curious. Um, I think Will Smith is taking this, and I, I really hope he does. Like, Will Smith should have won an Oscar at least twice by now. But, like, every year he was up against, like, the best performance ever by, like, one of his peers. Uh he should have been. He should have won for Ali that same year. He was up against Denzel Washington for Training Day. So I was like, okay, sorry, you're out of here. And then he should have won for uh, Pursuit of Happiness, but then he was up against Forrest Whitaker in Last King of Scotland. So I was like, come on, man, <laughs> like, like, um, but I don't feel like he's up against a performance like that this year. Um, there's like you, I, I know a lot of people are really high on power to dog and I'm really sorry for you, but, um, like that's not a performance that I feel like is, is as grandiose and transformative and, and like rooted in history or just rooted in like, will be like remembered for decades to come type of performance that I feel like Will Smith has lost to before this this yeah. is this should be his this 100 should be his now i would be with you 100 on andrew garfield obviously tick tick boom was my favorite movie of the year if tick tick boom was in the best picture race i would be 100 with you andrew garfield all the way since it's not i think it, it has cleared the path for will smith to take this and i think he 100 should I loved King Richard. I thought it was amazing. I thought he did incredible in it. If this is the one that gets him the 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 Oscar that he should have had years ago, I'm 100% okay with it. I I swear, if Benedict Cumberbatch wins this, I will throw a TV at a TV. Like I I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna be happy with that. I think that that would be the biggest throwaway that you could have done with this category. So. I pray Will Smith gets this. Please do not take this away from Will Smith. Please don't. So uh, we are actually going to look at film editing now. So the nominees are Don't Look Up uh, with Hank Corwin, uh, Dune with Joe Walker, King Richard with Pamela Martin, uh, Power of the Dog with Peter uh, Skibaris, um, and then Tick, Tick, Boom with Myron Kirsten and Andrew Weissbloom. So um, those are the uh, nominees for film editing. Um, and Phoenix, I'll let you start this one actually. So um, who do you think takes it? Wow, that, that's a really upsetting lineup. Um, you know, personally, 
I would go with Tick, Tick, Boom. I feel like that movie does have the best editing, especially out of that lineup. But with it pretty much shut out, I think it's shut out in every category that it could win in. So editing, I think I think this is another technical win for Dune. I think Dune wins this one because Dune for the longest time was seen as a unfilmable project, right? It was just way too convoluted. It was just, you know what I'm saying, super hard to get done. And I feel like the editing, the way that that movie is structured leaves so much to be desired, but at the same time, it does leave desire. So I'm like, I feel like that's the one that's going to take it just based off of potential that it could be and editing has always been a weird category i mean this is the category they gave to bohemian rhapsody a few years ago so it could go anywhere at this point but i think i'm gonna stick with doom taking taking editing in this one yeah i mean uh, (laughs) such a bad line it hurts i would love to see Tick Tick Boom take this. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dune Dune is gonna take this for film. I think I agree with you. Um yeah. and like if Power of the Dog wins this, I would be pissed. <laughs> like so, I think we'd be pissed with Power of the Dog winning anything <laughs> at this point. All right. So now we will move on to the final category, best picture. And here are the 10 movies nominated. Uh, we have Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Dune, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. All right. What a terrible lineup. <laughs> oh, I got that lineup's awful. Okay. Zach, what do you have taking? Taking it all home, what is what is winning best picture? So out of all of these, uh, out of all of these, I would have to go with. Um, I personally would love to go with Coda. Um, out of all of these, um, however, I don't think. Um, I don't think that it's going to get it. Unfortunately, I don't. Um, I think that. Power of the Dog is obviously a contender for some reason in the Oscars overall. Um, And I just do not personally think that should be it. But I think that's where this is going. Unfortunately, um, I would love to see Coda win this and and take this, but I don't think it's going to. Phoenix, what are your thoughts, man? Oh, God. I, I mean, this lineup is so bad. (laughs) <laughs> like it's so so bad um and, and i'm right back to what i said previously um it really just depends on which narrative they're going with uh like i feel like there's a strong narrative for drive my car there's a strong narrative for power of the dog there's a strong narrative for uh uh coda and i think there's one more there's a strong narrative for Doom. Um, all of those sound like, again, like, 
I, I, none of these sound appealing to me, but obviously my heart is with Coda. Like, and like I said, I wanted to get the sweep. I feel like it should, like, it's the only film on this list that I feel like I won't look back on later and be like, how on earth did that win? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go with Coda. I don't, I don't care. I, I feel like, I feel like Coda is the only film on this list that should even, like if I replaced all the nominees, Coda would still be here. Like, so like, that's the only one I, I really am, am in favor of. Um, again, it depends on the narrative. I would not be upset with a drive my car win. That would be awesome. But uh, yeah, I'm going, I'm going Coda. Yeah. Worst person in the world should have been here. But we, we, worst person in the world should be here. Tick, tick, boom should be here. Tatan should be here. Um, Mass should be here. Passing should be here. The last duel should be here. Like, like there were so, oh, yeah. so many better films this year to pick from. And I'm so upset that this is the lineup that we have. Like, this, this is a really, really bad lineup. It, yeah, it is. I, <laughs> I will agree with you there. Yeah. All right. So that is our predictions for the Oscars. We will see in eight days how well we did. Uh, I will be down there with you guys in yep. in Georgia watching the Oscars. I am super excited for that, at least, even though pretty sure we're going to be upset with the results no matter what. But uh, yeah, so we will write those out and give you guys our reactions and, and our scores on how we did uh, after the Oscars. So moving on. Oh, and also. If you guys have your predictions, your final predictions for your Oscars, please let us know. Uh, you guys can find us on tick, oh, sorry, on Instagram and Twitter at FilmCodePod and let us know what you guys are picking to win Best Picture. All right. So we have, speaking of awards, uh, here at Film Code, we have our own awards ceremony that we have. Uh, we did our film code film awards last year to great results. Uh, the trial of the Chicago seven ended up winning our best picture last year, which gotta say really happy with, um, but it, we're doing it again. So this year we have sent out the, the voting ballots for everyone. We got them back. I don't wanna hear any complaints. This is what you guys voted for. <laughs> or what you didn't vote for, but it got enough votes anyway. So here we are. Uh, we are officially revealing the nominees for the second annual Film Code Film Awards. Uh, we're revealing it on the show because you guys who listen to the show, you guys can vote on our awards. It will be open for everyone to vote on. We have, I believe 26, 27 categories, um, pretty much the same as the Oscars. Uh, and uh, you guys will get a chance to vote on what we have uh, listed. We have 10 films for our best picture category. Again, some I would not have picked, but again, <laughs> it's whatever. This is what everyone voted on. So here we go. We're kicking off with best original song. 
we have six nominees instead of five for best original song. Be Alive from King Richard, Believe from The Rescue, Beyond the Shore from Coda, Dos Orguitas from Encanto, A Million Miles Away from Belle, and We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. So some of the same lineup that the Oscars have, but we have a few surprises in there. Uh, Zach, what did you think of, of the best original song lineup? Um, we don't talk about Bruno, of course. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like out of out of those, I mean, yeah, that's Surprise, uh, surprisingly yeah. missing is uh, no time to die. Actually, I, it did not make it in, even though we both that is surprising. Actually, yeah, yeah. All right, then we move on to best animated film, which also has six nominees. We have Bell, Encanto, Flea, Luca. Raya and the Last Dragon and Sing 2. So Mitchell's The Versus the Machines is out on Best Animated Film in the okay. Film Go Film Awards. Sing mm. 2 stole that spot. Um, unbelievable. <laughs> well, you said Bell was really good too, right? Oh, Bell's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Best documentary. We have Attica, Becoming Cousteau, Flea, The Rescue, and Summer of Soul. Interesting. So pretty much uh, the same lineup. Close. What's that? It's close to the original. Yeah, pretty close to the, the original lineup. Becoming Cousteau snuck in there. That's pretty interesting. All right. So that should be a nice lineup. Best sound design. We have Coda, Dune, Eternals, yeah. Tick, okay. Tick, 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 Boom, and okay. West, West Side Story. That is our lineup. For best oh, sound I like sound design. Yeah. I'm a nutrient sound design. That was, yeah, let's go sound design. All I like right. That. I like that line up a lot. All right. We have best editing. We have Eternals. Really? Eternals? Really? What? Really? <laughs> All right. The French Dispatch. Love that. King Richard. Tick, okay. tick, boom. And Tatan in editing. All right. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> like that lineup for editing. All right. Best visual effects. We have dune eternals <laughs> all right eternals uh free guy nice free guy got in godzilla versus kong no time to die and spider-man no way home you know what i'll say is eternals did deserve visual effects over i love spider-man no way home as a movie more than any any of the ones released but right. visual effects 100 percent eternals it yeah does. yeah it should have been in there over shang chi shang chi and um Eternal. I, I can't talk today. Eternal should have been in there over Shang-Chi and No Way Home if they were going to pick a Marvel one. So I, I agree. All right. So best original score. Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> best original score. We have Dune. Eternals. Again. <laughs> what? Uh, the French for score? For score. The French Dispatch. King Richard. No Time to Die, and The Power of the Dog. All right. Wait, Parallel Mothers? Seriously? Really? Wow. Wow. We missed Parallel Mothers. I don't know how we did that. Okay. Somehow got Eternals in there. Yeah, we got Eternals in, in, in score. original score, but okay. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Best costume design. We have Cruella, Doom, House of Gucci. The Last Duel, Spencer, and West Side Story. Ooh. 
Oh, like okay. I like those. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Those are hard hitters. Yeah, those are some real hard hitters. Well, Cruella might be in trouble. All right. <laughs> so, best hair and makeup, almost exactly the same. We have Cruella, Dune, House of Gucci, Passing, Spencer, and West Side Story. All right. Okay. Not bad. Uh, production design. We have Dune, The French Dispatch, Nightmare Alley, Tragedy of Macbeth, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. For production design, Tick, Tick, Boom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like like, it. Hey, no, I mean, I like Tick, Tick, Boom. It's just, that's interesting. (laughs) Like, although I would agree, what what, what were the other ones? Uh, For production design? Yeah, you just said one. I was like, wow, that actually is really good to be in that category. Oh, what was... Um, yeah, Dune, The French Dispatch. French I, Dispatch, as far yeah. as production design goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. I, I don't like... Everyone knows I didn't like French Dispatch. I know it's an unpopular opinion. I love that movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. But I said I don't like that style. It didn't really... Yeah, anyways... But production design is a good category for that one to go into. I would, I'm happy with that, actually. Yeah. All right. So we got best cinematography. We have Dune, obviously. Yeah. Eternals. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, okay. Uh, the French Dispatch, Spencer, and West Side Story. Wow, so no tragedy in Macbeth? Wow. <laughs> okay, hey, that, listen, I, I can't complain. This is what you guys voted for. Uh, any standouts there for you for cinematography? I'm happy to see Spencer there. That's, that, I'm very happy to that. Yeah, um, no, I mean, Spencer is nice to see there for sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, one of the categories that we have that the Oscars does not, but they certainly should adapt, which is best casting. Uh, and we have Coda, King Richard, Mass, The Worst Person in the World, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. Not a bad lineup. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that lineup. I, yeah. I'm, I'm down with it, yeah. All right. Getting into our acting categories, we kick off with lead actor. We have Joaquin Phoenix for Come On, Come On, Will Smith for King Richard, Daniel Craig for No Time to Die. What? Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Tom Holland for Spider-Man No Way Home, and Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Um... Andrew Garfield, once again, should be there, but I'll, I'm loving it. I kind of like the nod for Tom Holland. I think that's that's cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I like that. All right, lead actress, we have Amelia Jones for Coda, Jodie Comer for The Last Duel, Kristen Stewart for Spencer, Agathe Roussel for Titan, Rachel Zegler for West Side Story, and Renato Rinci for the worst person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> now that you can't tell me that lineup is not better than that That's lineup is lineup. way better than the Oscars lineup. I'm sorry. 
That lineup, that lineup is way better. All right. Uh, best supporting actor. We have, oh God. <laughs> best supporting actor. We have Troy Kotzer for Coda. Jared Leto for House of Gucci. <laughs> Jason Isaacs for Mass. Andrew, Andrew Garfield again for Spider-Man No Way Home. Robin DeJesus for Tick, Tick, Boom. Really happy to see that. And Vincent Lindon for Titan. All right. If I, all right, if we gotta have Leto in, at least we have Robin DeJesus and Vincent Lindon. I'm happy with that. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that lineup actually. All right. And ooh, I like this. Best supporting actress. We have Rebecca Ferguson for Dune. All right. Anjanu Ellis for King oh. Richard. And Dowd for Mass, yes. Ruth Nega for Passing, yes. And Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Love it. That's a strong lineup. That one's going to be tough. I like that. All right. And our six nominees for Best Director. Ooh, we have, wait, really? Oh, sorry. Okay. We have Sean Heder for Coda, Denis Villeneuve for Dune. Ridley Scott for the last duel. All right. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. cool. Uh Julia DeCornow for Titan. Yes. Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. And Joachim Trier for the worst person in the world. Yes. <laughs> Love that lineup. All right. Another category that we have that the Oscars does not is best first feature. This is for people uh, with their first film, how well they did. Uh, our nominees are Jared Bush for Encanto, Valdemir Johansson for Lamb, Fran Kranz for Mass, Mike Rianda for The Mitchells versus the Machines, Rebecca Hall for Passing, and Lin-Manuel Miranda for Tick, Tick, Boom. I love it. Great lineup there. Uh, our next category is another category that the Oscars does not have, but also should probably incorporate, which is best young performer. We have Amelia Jones for Coda, Woody Norman for Come On, Come On, Leah McHugh for Eternals. How many nominations does Eternals have? <laughs> like, why? Why? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, I, don't get me wrong, I love the movie, but I, I, I mean, apparently some people really love the movie. Like, That's shocked, amazing. You know? All right. We have Demi Singleton and Sonia Sidney for King Richard and Rachel Zegler for West Side Story. All right. This is a great lineup. Great lineup. Yeah. All right. We have our nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay. Coda. Obviously. Dune. The Last Duel, Spider-Man No Way Home, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story for Best Adapted Screenplay. How you like that lineup? I, I do love that lineup. I, yeah, I'm happy with these lineups, actually. <laughs> like, they're, they're not that at all. Yeah. I'm right. just a little shocked to see Eternals get this much love. But... I know, right? Like, this is, this is insane. All right. Best original screenplay, we have Come On, Come On, King Richard, Last Night in Soho. Wow. Okay. That came out of nowhere. Mass. Yeah. 
I'm hey, I I'm I'm good with it. I love that movie. So all right, <laughs> Mass Teton and the worst person in the world. Wow, so, yeah, now that lineup go, yeah, wow. that lineup goes hard. <laughs> all right, and best international film. Our nominees are Bell. Yes, <laughs> wow. drive my drive my car, flee Teton. And the worst person in the world. Oh, no love for the hand of God, really? Okay. Well, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It, it can say out. <laughs> and finally, our nominees for best picture. Oh, wow. Okay. We have Coda, Doom, The French Dispatch, King Richard, The Last Duel. Really? Okay. The Last Duel? Spider-Man No Way Home, no, no shock there. Tick, tick, boom. Tatan, West Side Story, and the worst person in the world. Wow, I'm happy with that lineup. Fantastic lineup. We have some great listeners, to be honest, man. I mean, yeah, they're great. I mean, that's, <laughs> these are these are really really awesome <laughs> lineups we're getting. Yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, contributing to our lineups this year some some big surprises there no doubt love seeing the love for eternals i mean wow <laughs> yeah love seeing the love for eternals i love uh a lot of our lineups man we great great stuff guys uh and there you have it so uh voting will officially start uh once this episode is released in a few days so uh you guys will receive your ballots then and you guys are free to vote as many times as you would like so we can get our winners for this year's uh film co film awards so we are going to get up out of here now thank you guys for listening uh zach let everybody know where they can find you sir you guys can find me on twitter at zach sneath that is z-a-c-h s-n is a nancy e-a-t-h and you can find me on letterbox at z sneaks all right, guys, and my name is Phoenix Cloud, and you guys can find me on Twitter at Reviews one that's the number one, and on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, please follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at FilmCodePod, and we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>